this morning i do have uh, something i believe the lord put in my heart very important and uh, it's been brewing in my heart for a while and uh, it's not something new subject because it's something that we have revised in papa's house many times you know and uh, and occasionally the lord kind of reminds us to bring it up to the body so that the body can be strengthened equipped and it's interesting last week uh, we also talked about forgiveness and uh, we've been uh, you know dealing with this issue of how to let go and walking in the fullness of what god has called us and i believe today god wants to speak along with the lines and see how the lord leads today so if you do have a bible and i want you to lift up your bible and say this after me and those who are watching online also do this lord jesus influence me this morning so holy spirit i pray that you will speak to me speak to us use me lord pour out your spirit in this vessel so that you get all the glory and we submit to you father and lord notes won't cut it cute statements won't cut it good points won't cut it humor won't cut it but your presence can transform people so that's what we want we want the manifest presence of yours as i open my mouth your words will flow like a river father we thank you in jesus name amen so i would love to ask you to take notes because i believe this is something very important the lord wants to speak to us uh, it is a rather longer title so it's up in the screen you can see it get out of resentment and choose the highest level in life amen get out of resentment and choose the highest level in life now uh resentment is a very tricky subject to talk about resentment happens through uh relationships you will never have a resentment with the person you don't have a relationship with am i right or not yes i don't know if you have a resentment with obama because <laughs> there is no relationship with him or modi ji i mean it's it's we don't have that personal maybe his policies may bother you or may like it so but you probably will not come to a point will say i do not have i have a resentment with that person so what we going to be dealing with how resentment happens how can we live free from this resentment let's look at the definition of resentment resentment means there is an inner conflict divisions unhappiness and torture in relationships and it becomes very poisonous it is it is actually an inner conflict so it's through relationship you have an inner conflict that conflicts becomes a division it produces unhappiness and that unhappiness become a torture and it becomes finally very poisonous okay resentment people cannot worship god resentment people cannot be grateful cannot be thankful to god things in life that are events but when there are specific things in life it's it's not a event it's more a lifestyle so for example wedding is an event 
Okay? But marriage is a lifestyle. You need to, it's wedding is for a day, but marriage is for your whole life. Right? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter how great you had a wedding, but are you still having a great marriage? That's what it counts. Another example is, birthing of a child is an event. But raising a child is a whole life process. Okay? It's not up there. Falling in love is an event. Many of you know. Yes. <laughs> but staying in love is another thing. Finding a job is an event. But holding your job down is a lifelong process. People say jump from one job to another. They, you know, they are they don't keep their job. You know, sometimes their boss, they don't like it, they immediately you know move. And it happens now in the church. If a pastor suddenly corrects, then for next three weeks, the believer won't come. After three weeks, they start a new ministry. <laughs> you know? And, in, and today, in those days, to be a pastor, you have to go through your rigorous training. You have to be in a Bible school. Uh, you have to go through uh, some training or you stay under a leadership of a pastor. And he will see the maturity and the character development of you. And then he will release you. Today, to be a pastor, all you need is a YouTube and a Wi-Fi connection and a mobile phone. You can sit in front of some limelight and you started telling words and opinions. It has become like that. So, so finding a job is an event. Holding your job down is a lifelong process. Another one, getting a driver's license is an event. Staying sober and alert on the road is a lifelong process. Yes or no? You know, so we can we can get a driver's license, but are we still worthy to drive every single moment? Are we still sober? And this is what I want to wrap it up. Offense is an event, but staying out of offense and living a life free from resentment is a lifelong process. Okay. Suddenly people can offend you. But then staying out of that offense, living a lifelong, bitter-free lifestyle, it's what Jesus calls us. So there are three levels in life. It's up in the screen. The first one is demonic level. The second one is human logical level. And the third one is kingdom level. Okay. And we will go through this little by little, slowly. The demonic level is the level of life where you return evil for good. <laughs> That's demonic level. That's what predominantly the Bollywood and Hollywood movies all about. The more stronger the villain is, the story is going to be powerful. Yes or no? In, the, in any movie, the villain character is not good. Then... It's not a powerful movie, right? So, so, the level of this level of life is where you return evil for good. So, this is the demonic level. And I think Bill Johnson says resentment is actually uh, resentment and bitterness is actually spirit of murder 
in diapers. Resentment and bitterness is actually spirit of murder masquerading itself. So, very important to realize this, that we choose not to walk in resentment. And I'll tell you how to do this because uh, uh, it's, it's something that the Lord is dealing in our own lives and we wanted to share that and also to help you to choose a lifestyle of free from resentment. Now, the second level is a human logical level. This level is where you written evil for evil, good for good. Evil for evil, good for good. He did this to me, I'm going to do this to him. He is bad, I'm going to be bad. He is mean, I'm going to be mean. He doesn't greet me, I'm not going to greet him. He is kind, I'm going to be kind. He said good morning, I'm going to say good morning. You know, he's 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 forgiven me, I'm going to forgive him. He's been not rude, I'm not going to be rude. He's he's a little bit further, I'm going to keep the distance like just like him. So we, this is a human logical level. But there is another level Jesus is inviting us. What is that level? It's the kingdom level. What is that? This is the level where you return good for evil. And I'm saying this with the fear of the Lord in my life. It's so easy to apply those two levels. The demonic level and the logical human level. But the third level is where God is inviting us. And it's hard for many of us. Why? Because this level requires us to forsake what our feelings talking to us. You know, the feelings are a very crazy thing. Feelings can deceive us. Feelings can even portray as if like it's, it's the truth. But feelings are not true. It will change. It changes all the time. So sometimes feelings will tell you, like, this is not good. You have to do tit for tat. You know, you have to have, you have to do what that person had did, you know. And there is something called, in American military, they have something called preemptive strike. That means if they see a threat in that nation, before that nation started to attack, they go on. Finish the story. Preemptive strike. Uh, that's how this whole, you know, uh, Iraq war started. They said weapons of mass destruction is there, but there was no none. They just went. They did a preemptive strike, and you saw the consequences of that. Many, many Americans even believe in what I'm saying. This anyway. So now, this is the million dollar question. I wrote down here uh, seven steps. Or seven practical principles. How to live a lifestyle of free from resentment. And this is the one, number one. Remember, we are not getting out of a page of a book, but a plague from our life. What does that mean? Uh, seven is okay? Hmm? Seventy times, seven times seven okay? I mean, he kind of juggles with that. Because you, you want to know, because if, 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 if I can have this limit, this many people uh, offends me and this many times. So if I can get my job done, 
if this you know in old tamil mgr movies the first three kick hit will be always the villain hitting mgr yes have you see i don't know whether you saw mgr mgr movies you know the first hit it will be like this the second hit the third hit light blood will come uh, from the fourth hit it's only the job of the villain is to receive the hit yeah. so peter is like that kind of guy he has that framework he's kind of like okay if jesus said seven times seven i'm going to wait for the 49 50th time man i'm going to give like my thor punch you know that's kind of thing now this is something we have to work on it's a plague that we need to take it out number 2 resentments have no part in a christian it may be what you have gone through here a real justifiable bitter experience but they are poisonous to the core they are disastrous to the inner life remember this this is what i wrote down i want you to remember i don't know it's there in the screen remember no one has ever treated you worse than you have treated god and etty chooses to forgive and forget can you imagine that people say brother the way you treated me i don't know whether i can forgive the way this person misbehaved i don't know whether i can forgive this morning we just came back from dubai ministry this morning we arrived only at 7:30 at 8 o'clock so we were driving arrived at 3 o'clock in the airport we took the car and we drove and 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 uh, patrick arrived only 1 o'clock this morning so pretty much yeah it's lots of coffees we drank and uh, keeps us awake and on the way we were talking about certain issue suddenly the holy spirit highlighted no one can offend us more than we offended jesus can you imagine that and my wife said yeah that's true that can never be matched can you imagine no one and that's why i wrote down here remember no one has ever treated you worse then you have treated god and yet he chooses to forgive you and forget and most importantly he brings you back into the family can you imagine that 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 guy on the last minute is saying lord remember me he says to him ah you now ask me lord remember now you come to me now in tamil they say if jesus was tamilian he would have used lots of statements like ipo variya munjappar i can say many other words but we are live streaming and the holy spirit is convicting me through my wife not to say things but you know we we can easily go on that but jesus said today you will be with me in paradise philippians chapter 2 verse 5 says to treat one another with the same spirit as you experience in jesus christ he forgives us graciously graciously and lovingly without reservation so it's not a page you turn resentment it's a plague you take it out from your life number 2 it's not resentment should not be part of a christian i know it's tough we go through that but we have to come back again to the original design 
I'm not saying you can never live an offense. You can never be offended. That's going to be like you have to go somewhere in a cave and hide yourself. <laughs> That's impossible. Offense is inevitable, but misery is a choice. So it's no part in a Christian life. Number three, don't let the actions and attitudes of others determine your character and attitude. What people say, brother, he did this, she did this. That's why I behave like this. <laughs> you know, it's true. I'm not saying your, your actions and character are justifiable. But we are not talking about justifying your character or your attitude. We are talking about, is it right in the eyes of God? I think I told you the story many times when the Holy Spirit convicts me that I have unforgiveness with somebody. The Lord says to me, you not only forgive, you start to bless that person. So in my mind, I would constantly remind that person and they'll say, bless. And sometimes the Lord will say to me, bless them physically. Give them materially something. I remember, you know, I told you the story. I was engaged before this beautiful lady that I met that time, a girl. She was 24 years old. I met her and I was engaged. And my best friend actually wrote bad things about me to my ex-fiance's uh, father. And uh, the cancel the wedding. We were supposed to get married in June 2005. I arrived. She's supposed to come two weeks later. She never came. And I called her. She said, my father said, don't go. I said to him, I said to her, it's okay, you can come. No, my father gave me an ultimatum. If you go, don't come back. If you stay, forget about him. I asked what happened. No, one of your friends wrote a letter. My father said no. And I remember my friend wrote a letter. And, and I said, Lord, I can never forgive this person. And, I, I, and the Lord said, excuse me, you can never forgive? How about you? And that's the beginning of a journey of walking in forgiveness. And I remember one day the Holy Spirit said when I met him again, he said, you're going to meet this brother again of your friend of yours. I want you to buy him a gift. So I was in Brazil and I know he likes one particular, it's like a jam. It's like a caramel paste. They'll see the leche, they call it, you know, and he likes it. So I, I went and bought a small packet because the Lord said, no, you know, you know when, <laughs> for namesake. And the Lord said, no, you're not buying the small one. Get him the biggest jar that you can find in the supermarket. It's almost like a kilo. So I bought this humongous big stuff. I met him a few months later. He pretends like as if he doesn't know anything. I remember meeting him. Inside I'm having all feelings of, you know, even though you have forgiven him, but when you see that person, you feel like it's burning inside. And the Holy Spirit said, now I want you to bless that person. So I said to him, amigo, wait here. I went to go. I'll go to my room. I'll bring you something. I brought this thing as I'm walking on the stairs down. I remember I watched so many Bollywood movies. 
So all those things are coming like a movie in front of me, like me breaking this bottle on top of his head. You know, this whole jam flows like a blood on his face, kicking him in such a way he never produces babies. All these thoughts coming, but I never did it. But my feelings were so contrary to the spirit. I went to him and I said, brother, I know you like this. It's a gift for you. The moment I handed it over to him, his hand started shaking. He started crying. He said, you are a man of God. You are a man of God. I said to him, no man. I don't feel anything close to be called a man of God. But I tell you something. Something broke off in my spirit. Something God took it out. And that was the beginning of a restoration. And few years down the road, the Lord gave me not a second best, the best of all the best. This is the beautiful girl. They were married for 12 amazing, blessed years. Amen. So, don't let the actions and attitudes of others determine your character and attitude. 2 Corinthians 12.10, it says, It makes for Christ Jesus' sake with weakness, insults, troubles, persecutions, calamity. We are not content with our weaknesses, but for Christ's sake. For Christ's sake, we are transformed from everybody's doormat to everybody's temple of refuge. For love gives and lives. Hate holds and dies. Can you imagine that? Love gives and lives. Hate holds and dies. And the fourth one, remember to shake off the dust. Remember to shake off the dust. What is the dust? Dust is the butt. What is the dust? Dust is the butt. Yeah, milky is good, but. When you say the word but, everything that you said before is cancelled. You hear people say, Emmanuel is good, you know, Sunil is good. When they say that word, but, whatever you have said before is cancelled. That's the dust. That's what God is saying. Shake off the dust. Let's forgive as our Jesus did to us to full and free forgiveness. It's very important, guys, that we walk in that fullness. And this is something the Lord is highlighting in my life. That we don't talk bad about somebody. It's so easy, no? When two or three Christians gather, what they do? They do, they share prayer request. <laughs> it's called gossip. But we are we are so holy. We wanted to give Jesus. You know, we have Christian swear, swear words. We say shoot. <laughs> because of the other word sounds too harsh for God. So we say shoot. As if Jesus does not know what you mean. We have these words that we change, you know. Uh, freaking instead of the other word. I'm not going to teach you what is the other word. You know, you know we, we we change words. You know, So we don't say, uh, let's gossip, Emmanuel, come. I want to talk about this brother. No, we say, Tambi, this is what I'm going through. Small prayer request. You never prayed. It's not a request. 
It's just a blatant gossip. Amen. Shake off the dust. Number five, go beyond just praying for people. Bless them abundantly in the mighty name of Yeshua. That's what I was telling you in my testimony. Bless them. You know, sometimes it's hard to bless. You know, sometimes it's hard to give. But when you bless financially, when you sow into that person, you are like, you are breaking off. You know what happens? You and God becoming majority. Amen. You don't want to be you and enemy becoming majority. That's the wrong side of the history. You want to be on the right side of the history. What is the right side of the history? You agree with God. Not asking God to agree with you. Amen. So go beyond just praying for people. Bless them. So every time we take communion, I remember one particular family, uh, they did something really weird to us many years ago. And uh, I know they are praying for a baby. You know, I have forgiven them, released them. But I felt in my heart, me and my wife, whenever we take communion, we would pray, Lord, bless the womb of this person. It's, it's going beyond. We'll take communion and stand in the gap and we'll take communion. You know, few weeks, actually a month and a half before, that person wrote to us and said, I don't know why I feel like writing to you, but my wife is pregnant. I wrote to them back, since the day you left, we've been taking communion and praying for you and blessing your wife's womb. Person is shaking. Why? Because you are agreeing with God. Amen. Remember, no one did any worst thing to you more than we did worst stuff to Jesus. Amen. That should be always. Let me read that phrase again. Remember, no one has ever treated you worse than you have treated God. Deity chooses to forgive and forget. Now, you are not touching people through God. God is touching people through you. Make this as a habit so it doesn't become an, an issue each time. Make this as a habit. Make sure when people hurt you, bless them. If they are hurted you so much, bless them financially. Bless them materially. Ask them, ask the Lord, Lord, how can I bless them? How can I be there for that person? Take care of that person. Explain. You know, Bible says in Proverbs, when an enemy is thirsty, give him. It's a very small, simple verse. When an enemy is thirsty, give him water. By doing that, you will heap coals of fire on his head. This is Old Testament. Okay, So, you don't need to like, as I'm pouring water, fire is falling. Don't have to go with that approach. But as you pour into people's life, the Lord takes score. He makes it beautiful. Remember, it's number six. Remember, love is positive and hate is negative. And I don't know who said this, but I wrote it down here. Someone said, the only thing devil can't get into is the love of Jesus Christ. If he get into it, he wouldn't be a devil. <laughs> can you imagine that? So devil can turn righteous anger into unchristian resentment. 
people say, I have a righteous anger, brother. This person did this to me. So I have a righteous anger. Maybe true. Maybe it's true. Maybe what they did was wrong. Maybe what they uh, said to you was evil or arrogance or pride or insensitive. But don't let your righteous anger into unchristian bitterness or unchristian resentment. The devil can turn. I don't know if it's in this, it's in the screen. The devil can turn virtue into vices. The devil can turn self-respect into pride. The devil can turn humility into pretense. Very important. The devil can turn it. They say, oh, unrighteousness. So I have a righteous anger. That righteous anger turned into unchristian resentment. Because no Christian can live in resentment. Okay? You have to let go. So, don't allow that. Last but not the least, don't fight resentment. Let them go. What does it mean? How do you fight resentment? By keeping in your mind again and again. Drama. Oh, yeah, oh, he did this. He did that. Again and again. And you gather people to agree with you. Look what he has done. Look what she has done. Look what they have done. Look what my boss have done. Look how they treated. Look my ex behaved like this. Look what. So it's drama playing again and again. Don't fight resentment. Let go. If you fight them, it grows. If you choose to surrender, it goes. Do you hear that? If you fight, it grows. Peter focused on water, he drowned. He focused on Jesus, he walked. Whatever you focus, grows. Keep on thinking about the same thing that happened. This is a true story. I was talking to one pastor family, me and my wife, maybe 10 years ago. They've been married for 40 years that time itself. And they were talking about some of their family challenges. And this pastor Amma brought an issue about what happened in her, in their wedding 40 years ago. You know what she said? My side of the family did not get good chicken peas, only bones. Can you imagine 40 years ago they got married? In the biryani, they ate 40 years ago. But they still remember the, the bones. Hmm? My brothers and sisters, if you fight them, it grows. If you choose to surrender them, it, it goes. So let's review these seven things. Go back, Tambi. Let's review this. I want this not to be an information. I want you to put it in practice. I want to pray for an impartation. Remember, we are not getting out of a page of a book, but a plague from our life. Amen. Resentments have no part in a Christian. Why? Because, no. Remember, no one has treated you worse than you have treated God. And yet he chooses to forgive and forget. Don't let the actions and attitudes of others determine your character and attitude. Number four, remember to shake off the dust. Go beyond just praying for people. Bless them abundantly in the mighty name of Jesus. And number six, 
Remember, love is positive and hate is negative. And last but not the least, don't, excuse me, don't fight resentment. Let them go. I want to pray a prayer declaration over you. You can stand with me. I want to speak this over you. We're going to take communion afterwards. I wrote down here, it's up there. Uh, I want you to mean it when you say this. I don't want you to just make it positive confession. I want you to mean this. I shall overcome evil with good, darkness with light, hate with love. Can we say this? Can we read this together? I shall overcome evil with good, darkness with light, hate with love. I shall treat everybody as Jesus Christ treats me. I will not get down to the level of the person who has wronged me to pay him back. I am seated with Christ Jesus in the heavenlies. I am called to smile so that the unsmiling smile. I am called to love the unlovely. I am called to create new birth in the spiritually unborn. I belong to the way of love. I choose not to step down to any lower way. Amen. It's a standard of a Christian life. I want you to remember this. This is something very important. And I want to take a few minutes before we take communion. If there is any resentment you have with anyone, including your own father, mother, or your siblings, or your co-worker, I want you to bless and release that person to the Lord. Don't say, God, don't say that. Lord, you touch him. Don't do that. Say, God, I release that person to you. I bless that person. I pray that they will lack nothing. Abundantly. They will grow abundantly. There is such a way they prosper even beyond our own imagination. They will prosper beyond even us. Bless them according to your original design. Take them in a complete full measure, Lord. Come on, church. You can even use their names and bless them. Let go. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Those who are watching online, come on. Say to Jesus, Yes, Lord, I let go of this offense. I let go of this bitterness. I let go of these challenges. I bless this person. I release them to you. Yes, help me to walk an offense-free lifestyle. Thank you, Father. Here are some announcements. If you have missed any of our sermons, you can watch them by logging in on Papa's House through YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes and Facebook. We have a family support program where we support single mothers 
and their children by getting provisions through finances and opportunities to earn a livelihood through small businesses. Every Friday, through our homeless feeding program, our team prepares and distributes food packets for homeless people in and around Velour. We would encourage you to join us in this program by either preparing or distributing food packets and also by considering making your generous contributions through your finances. If you consider yourself to be a part of Papa's house, then we would encourage you to send your tithes and offerings. But if you are visiting Papa's house for a few occasions and led by the Spirit and you feel that Papa's house has made a difference in your spiritual life and your connection with Christ, you could consider sowing a small seed through an offering. We would make sure it falls on the good soil so that it reaps a good reward from God. You can find the details of the bank accounts and Google Pay should you decide to send in your offering to us. We will intimate to you once we have received it. Also, here are the links on how you can reach and follow us.